0: Welcome to the Flail Podcast, this is Troy and Byers and we are here with another late nights at Blockbuster uh, celebrating the 20th anniversary of Mr. Deeds starring Adam Sandler, Winona Ryder, John Turturro, Peter Gallagher, uh, Jared Harris, Alan Covert and Eric Avari. I, I had to throw Eric Avari in there because I love Cecil someness. like oh yeah. He's probably in it enough that I can pro- I can get away with that, but I'm sure that everybody's like, why are you mentioning a guy that I have no clue who his name is? Because I love Cecil in this movie. Cecil's
1: amazing. He he was in consideration for who wins the movie. I mean, come on. Ooh, now. nice.
0: I just love that he is. Um, oh my gosh, who does he play from the Sanhedrin in uh, The Chosen? Have you watched The Chosen? I've not, but I believe he plays Nicodemus. He plays Nicodemus. There we go. I just read it on his IMBD. Yep. There you go. Yep. So he's Nicodemus. And uh, uh, I was just like, I can't I couldn't get over it. The entire time I was watching it. He does a really good job. He's a very good actor. (laughs) But some some
1: people like it's like when you try and watch Band of Brothers and you're like, that's Ross Geller. I don't care that he's the drill sergeant. It's just Ross. I can't buy him being a tough guy. It doesn't work. So
0: well, and of course they kind of play into that—that that he's kind of a he's kind of a coward anyway. In that, right? Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's directed by Stephen Brill, who did a lot of Sandler movies. Um, he uh, is more well known for Heavyweights, which is one of like my secret favorite movies. Have you have you seen Heavyweights with Ben Stiller?
1: I am Heavyweights. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, oh, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Okay. What do you think about it do you like it it's, or enjoyable. You just like, it's, enjoyable. it's enjoyable it's been a while yeah. it
0: wasn't like a frequent thing but no it's it's, it's good stuff no nah, i watched it i watched it a lot in uh middle school uh that was a that was a favorite because it's like a disney movie so it's like you can get away with like like it was kind of one of those like edgy disney movies where they definitely <laughs> said a couple of different things that i'm sure that our parents were like oh it's a pg movie it's fine you know so Uh, he, he also directed little Nikki, which is, uh, uh, not a good movie. Um, and then without a paddle, which is not a good movie, but also (laughs) contains one of my favorite quotes that I, I can make, I can make buyers laugh, like on command and he can make me laugh (laughs) on command by saying this one quote from this movie. So that's why I wanted to say it so that you could hear him chuckling just right now. So. Uh, He also wrote the Mighty Ducks series, but he didn't direct those movies. I thought that that was kind of interesting. Uh, So Stephen Brill, he makes a couple of little cameos in some of these movies. So uh, we might might, uh, hit him up on uh, some of these, uh, one of these categories a little bit later. So it's also written by Tim Harrelly, which is uh, Adam Sandler's buddy. Uh, He wrote Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Wedding Singer, Waterboy, Big Daddy. The list goes on and on. Uh, and of course, this is uh, based off of uh, or kind of a, a it's credited with like um, Mr. Deeds goes to Washington because it's so close to like they're usually they that are using like the exact same character from that movie, uh, which was written by Robert Riskin uh, and directed by Frank Capra. It was a very famous 1930s movie. so isn't um, Jimmy Stewart Mr. Deeds? I think so. Yeah, the movie right? Yep. So uh, they uh, they borrow heavily from it, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> that it's <laughs> Jimmy it's, Stewart, Adam Sandler. Uh, Sandler. Um, yeah,
1: we'll see. we'll see. That's funny because Click is basically "It's a Wonderful Life," right? I mean, correct. Yeah, Sandler
0: like some kind of like closet Jimmy Stewart fan. We just don't know this about him. I don't think he's a closet Stewart fan. I think he's just uh, he, he presumes that he's in the same league as jimmy (laughs) stewart no i'm just kidding i love adam sandler so um we we love this movie and so uh it was really easy to be like oh 20th anniversary like i think any sandler movie that was going to pop up in like a Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. We're uh, year just looking for an excuse. yeah. <laughs> so, um, we're also going to do top five Sandler movies. Like, we won't deep dive on those. Of course, we'll just kind of hit the highlights. On the, we'll do some honorable mentions um, for next week, uh, but this one's going to get the the full late nights at Blockbuster treatment. So, let's kick it off with uh, what do you love about this movie? I
1: I love the slightly more grown up Adam Sandler. Like, like we've progressed a little bit. I, I enjoy Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, but like just just a nudge further where we, we have a little more substance to the story, to the plot, to its character, um, and it, it just hits that sweet spot. Like we dive the other way sometimes too far, um, and we certainly regress plenty of times, as you mentioned, things like Little Nicky um, into just craziness sometimes. But like he's got his goofy bits, but nothing's like too far over the edge. Um, and I love these movies where he has actual co-stars. like there's actual yes. people in yep. the movie that he can like interact with and do stuff with. Um, you know, Peter Gallagher and his eyebrows are both in this movie, and so you know, <laughs> it's hilarious when he gets to play off of people and and so this this for me is it's great it's it's the sweet spot of Adam Sandler where we still get some of the childish, goofy stuff, but not too much
0: right. So. it feels a lot like um. We just did liar liar uh, a few weeks back, and also talked about uh, Jim Carrey's top five, and and this kind of feels like his liar liar. Would that be yeah? Like, like Big Daddy, he's still kind of like a uh, a, a buffoon, like he's still an idiot. <laughs> like in this one, like he's he's more naive than an idiot, and he plays it off really well, you know. So I feel I feel the same way. Whereas C- Carrie didn't have anybody to bounce off of, like it's he sandler is known for putting all of his buddies in all of these movies but it feels like really prolific in this particular one i think grown i think grown-ups is the worst offender because grown-ups is just a hey i want all my buddies to come make a movie with us i I love rob schneider uh as returning as the delivery guy from big daddy because i love i love him as the delivery guy from does this mean there's a sandler verse oh yeah for sure
1: like I, can we we need to play that up more? Like we need some interaction. Yeah. I need yes. I need some of these Sandler characters to meet each other, right? Can yeah. can deeds bump into Sonny Koufax or something? Oh like,
0: like the Sandler yes. characters. I oh, need wow. the Sandler yeah. to exist. <laughs> uh that one actually probably has like hidden in plain sight for several years instead of making Twitter <laughs> announcements about it and telling everybody how great it's going to be in the future. Uh, I love Cecil. I, I talked about Eric Avari already. Uh, I, he, he plays every single note. Like, there's just nothing wasted with his performance. Like, every part of it, like, I'm excited when he's on the screen. Uh, in the same way, like, Covert, like, is really, like, throwing fastballs. He's kind of like Ryan Reynolds. He's he's throwing, like, just a bunch of jokes at you, and, like, some of them hit, and then some of them don't, and some of them are weird and, like, creepy. And so, like, it, it feels very much like a still, like, an early Sandler movie where you're just like, oh, yeah, most of it's funny, but then sometimes it kind of goes into that weird territory. And then uh, to Turo, like... He's just the same. Like everybody, kind of gets their couple of minutes to to shine, and he really he. We'll get into that later. Yes, okay. we will. Okay, uh, I could already see it on your face. All right, <laughs> so let's jump into favorite scene. Uh, what's your first one?
1: Um, my first one it jumps all the way to where they're meeting Deeds and going with him to deliver pizzas and just yep. kind of getting the lay of the land. Um, really from the moment they land too, like meeting Murph at the. <laughs> There's a whole interchange there we'll get to
0: later. I could have just listened to like, or I could have listed like every side character in this movie and I decided to stop doing it. Cause they, they show up in either quotes or, yeah. uh, or that's, something else. But like, yeah, that's probably what we should have said
1: about why we love this is because yes. everybody, not only does Sandler find his like perfect yes. balance, but they all find their niche, right? Like there's right. some movies where like one of those guys is just too off the wall. We're like, that guy's just super weird. Yeah. But this one, most of them seem to just hit really well. Um, but, and you, you see it from that first scene with Murph. Like, he's just hilarious. Uh, Cecil's getting his Mac on with Kitty when they're walking down the street. Like, hearing <laughs> the guy across the street. Right. Thanks, dude. Thanks for the lift, <laughs> D and, uh, and, of course, that's the, you also get the crazy eyes, evil spell on me in change in that same scene. So, like, it's just, there's just so many hits right there
0: in that first one. Just sets yeah. the bar high for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, I have the one right after. Um, I had that one, but also uh, the next one that I have is just shortly after that. Of course, he leaves. They're on the helicopter, and he's just kind of firing off, like, about the Jets. And they're like, hey, don't talk about the Jets like that. You own the Jets, dude. I said, oh, I hope they don't play the bats in the playoffs. And then the Major Tom. Uh, like, like, that's... That's one of my it'll it'll make another appearance, but I really love that uh, enough to put it in the the running for favorite scene.
1: Yeah, that was good. I love the echo room stuff when he gets to the mansion, <laughs> like just it's it's totally childish humor, but it like it's not super gross. Like they could have just right. devolved easily into really, really terrible territory. But no, we stayed at a decent level. Yeah. Um, and so
0: I, I love the little guy. The, the old guy when he walks yeah. in and joins <laughs> it like just cracks me up. So I had that one as well. I, I also I since it's so quick I kind of included the morning after where uh where Emilio shows up and he's uh trying to put his socks on um <laughs> and while he's while he's drinking the Hawaiian punch from the from the water fountain. How yeah. cool is that thing. Yeah. he adored Hawaiian punch <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had Deeds meeting the society types uh and hanging with McEnroe. Yeah, uh, I had that one too. It's it's just it devolves back like you think that he's like perfectly fine like all the way up to this point. It's like Deeds has been kind of an upstanding citizen like like really naive and then all of a sudden he's like well, if Miss Dawson wasn't here I'd beat your face in or something like that and she's <laughs> like oh I don't mind. <laughs> so he does it. and then you're like oh whoa okay so yeah and then he hangs out McEnroe because of course why wouldn't mackenroe be there that's right
1: um i want technically it's two different scenes because i like them together and one of them happens before that one's after i love him dealing with the quarterback like the diva quarterback who wants the new contract Mm -hmm. and he's just like fine go ahead go find a new team um like, cause it's, it's like just, every... it's what you want to say to every, I was just going to say, fine, go ahead. Um, he's just every living every fan's, fans dream. dream. Every yep. fan's <laughs> dream. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, we're verbatim because we feel the same way. And then the follow-up phone call later on in the movie is, is pretty funny.
0: I love that. We get the, uh, the dad from 51st States and yes. the, uh, the Cajun, uh, assist, the special teams coach, And just like a quick, like, you used foul language in front of a lady? (laughs) No, daddy, no! no. Yeah. I had saving the cats after that. Like, it's ridiculous. It's probably the most ridiculous scene out of any scene in the movie. It's probably the most out of place, I would say. But it still makes me laugh every single time. (laughs) And I don't like cats so.
1: it, it does make me laugh, but it's going to show up later in my beef section a little bit. Oh okay
0: but which is fine. yeah
1: we acknowledge I like visiting Westchesterton Fieldville
0: I don't ah, like see. saying
1: I don't like saying Westchesterton Fieldville, but some of the stuff when they get there, like the pe- meeting the people there's some really great quotes that I'll get to later um, but it's so funny that all these things actually exist like he, he really found a town with a stupid name um, yeah they really find the house with the door and all this stuff. And then especially when they get to the house, there's so many just little, like here's where my dad made fires made of wood,
0: made of wood.
1: (laughs) And my my mom made meals made of food. You know, she opens the door because she thinks it's a room. It's a closet. This is my brother's room. They hated my brother. Just (laughs) all these quick little things. Um, And then I love her interaction with the little kids. Like, my daddy built this house with his bare hand. Your daddy's a liar. Like, gets me. Gets me. The kid starts choking and she's just
0: like, oh, he's choking. We should leave. We should leave. <laughs> I noticed that even more this time. And I was just like, oh, man, she's awful. She's so
1: awful. Ugh. I still don't know how whacking his head on the banister gets him to stop choking, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It works.
0: Uh, I had playing tennis with Chuck. It's a very quick scene, uh, but it, it has all of the Hallmark Sandler, like physical comedy laughs. And like, by that time you really don't like Chuck. And so it's just funny, like, watching him, like, smash it at him and, like, like, right in his forehead. And then he does that little Sandler giggle like, I swear, I'm not doing it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like watching Happy Gilmore play tennis. It's
1: so great. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have that one as well. And then uh, I just have the investors meeting um, after that. There's some really funny moments from the speech, like when he starts asking the crowd questions. Um, the guy that wanted to be a veterinarian that owns slaughterhouses and stuff.
0: <laughs> so you went the other way with that. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, and then Emilio's great. When you finally get to the the pivotal moment where um, she comes in and starts talking about like his little, that's my birthday. That's my mother. That is my money. Like
0: <laughs> good stuff. I added one at the end, like the card that finally makes it into Hallmark uh, cause I had the investors meeting as well. Um, so it, it's, uh, it's funny. And I like the little callbacks to some of the people like the guy that decides to like give up his slaughterhouses and be a veterinarian and he's reading the card to the dog. So yeah. Cecil's reading it with kitty. So yeah. Yeah. All right. What's your, what's your
1: favorite? I love playing tennis. It, it's when he's smacking Chuck, when he gets him in the throat, especially by the time we get to that one, I'm just done. I'm just like I can barely sit up. <laughs> even th- even still, all yeah. this time seeing it, and I'm still just <laughs> cackling with delight. Like it's
0: Gallagher just sells it so well. So like well. he just makes these like goofball faces <laughs> to like just add to it. Uh, I love that one, but I think the one that you have said first, like deed showing like chuck and cecil around town is just like it's a good like it settles you into the movie like really easily and has like a lot of funny parts that they go along with it and a lot of funny quotes like culminating with like the going to see uh crazy eyes in the in in the jail that they can talk to him outside like it's just like how old school is that yeah all right. Uh, let's move on since we've already started the Drax award early. Like
1: <laughs> It's it's going to start early. It's going to roll through the roll rest. Through. Too. We're yeah. not going to stop. That's all yeah.
0: it's going to be. All right. Um, what do you, what do you have for, I, uh, for Drax? I have,
1: I have Preston Blake right off the bat towards the beginning where he goes, but oh, we're so very close to the top, Mr. Puffy jacket man.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, I have, uh, when d when chuck kind of goes all right cut it out like whenever they're singing major tom on the on the helicopter and deeds kind of just goes over into the corner and goes party pooper like every time i say party pooper i have to say it like deeds does <laughs> deeds. in that in that scene yeah
1: that's awesome um i i have the the interaction between chuck cecil and murph when they land the hole we're looking for Longfellow deeds is that deeds his first name <laughs> if the deeds you're talking about his name Longfellow, I don't know. Maybe it's Greg. Maybe it's Longfellow. Maybe. I got another friend named Greg. You want me to call him up?
0: <laughs> uh, I think that's the best part that that guy's ever played. Like, Never. he shows up in a bunch of different movies. Like, but yeah. Murph is his, his best role. Like,. I, I seriously Mountain. considered him. <laughs> yes, I seriously considered him for who won the movie, but I mean, I knew I couldn't do it, but he he definitely got some like f- some fourth place votes uh, for uh for who won the movie for me.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh Chuck whenever they land on the uh uh helicopter pad and uh the the uh deeds goes. Oh. Yeah, uh, he that was awesome. Like he he had he 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 deserves it, getting the hundred thousand dollars for that photo with his James Bond moves over there. And he goes, "Nope, he deserves to get his throat cut." That filthy spy. Like <laughs> you got Marty in the background, going, "Go, woo 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 Just kind of like messing around, like uh, if they catch right. him. So yeah. yeah. I
1: already alluded to this. I just love Cecil with the, or should I just say meow? Like. <laughs> Watching old people flirt—that's always a winner, yeah. right there.
0: Uh, I like like Chuck's follow-up to that. <laughs> uh, Emilio, after uh, after Deed shows him his uh, his frostbitten foot, he says, "The hideousness of that foot will haunt my dreams forever." He goes, "Yeah, I've heard that before." <laughs> um, I love Emilio with the
1: "I'm very, very sneaky, sir." And then like the follow up is so good. Like I fear you are underestimating the sneakiness. (laughs) My mom quotes that line. Like it that's probably why why this movie is so high. Like my mom loves Emilio
0: and the very, very sneaky, like has said it for twenty years now since we in this movie my mom like does not like sandler movies or like she was just like these are stupid like why do you keep watching these? I, especially like when we were in our billy madison happy gilmore phase uh but her and my dad loved that part of this movie too my I, like my they both still quote it to this day just like you mentioned uh so it it uh, it's a it's a crowd pleaser for sure so uh, when when deeds wakes up the next morning after he beats up the high society types and he's been partying with, Matt, with McEnroe with and he goes oh no they're going to know my my name is longfellow <laughs> cuz <'Cause> they <laughs> mentioned longfellow deeds like that's all he cares about, it not, cares about. Not, not not the None fact of the rest that of it. yeah so that's
1: awesome um, i think it's that same morning when he wakes up emilio comes home and goes here's some aspirin sir they make your head seem smaller. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, right. As they're kind of, it's like kind of the same scene. They're doing the Access Hollywood or whatever the show is. I can't remember what they actually named it. Um, uh, where uh, Murph and Crazy Eyes are watching on TV and goes, oh, look at Deezy hanging out with McEnroe. <laughs> and Crazy Eyes goes, I love the Beach Boys. <laughs>
1: Just... like do you think they even wrote machine me lines no this? no <laughs>
0: they were just like stay off the wall stuff like... how many
1: takes do you think there are of those things that they should oh, they I, should just I, release those yes absolutely uh this one it's not really that funny for me it's funny because my parents did this to me when when deeds goes down the banister and, and just wipes out and then the little uh-huh. guy comes out and deeds is like am i out or am i safe <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't be safe like that's how my parents got me to not cry when i fell down when i was little like we just turned into right like, they'd be like you're safe i'm like oh okay i was supposed I'll, to do
0: that i love that they use that as a reason to like have him find like the the diary that's just randomly on like the that table like it's just like yeah this is how we do that I love when Marty's sitting next to Babe and she's pretending to be at school, uh, being a school nurse. And he goes, Miss Dawson, (laughs) my tummy hurts. I've got too much duty in my underpants. Make the stinky go away. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't help that he's got like the, the neck thing and like like a bruise on his eye and he's got like that awful like bleached like yeah what is with his hair in this movie (laughs) oh so good his hair wins the
1: palpatine award later just to spoil just his hair not even the rest of it i i already mentioned that that the cat scene is probably going to show up in who beef but there are some funny lines in it i love when the firefighters like "He must have monkey blood in him or something
0: (laughs) (laughs) climb a pole he's got monkey blood right I love when, right after that, when uh, it's, I don't know where it is, but whenever they're uh, they're riding the bikes and stuff like that, and they give him the money for the bikes, and he goes, what are you going to do with your money? He goes, I'm going to buy a giraffe. And he goes, what are you going to do with yours? I'm going to quit school. And the, there's a homeless dude just sitting there on the ground, and he goes, good idea. School is for fools. Look at me. <laughs>
1: I watched the subtitles, right? We talk about this all the time. Little things we learn. Mm-hmm. So on the subtitles, I noticed when they edit the video of him helping with the cats and they're showing it later, yeah. and it's all doctored up to make him look bad. Like there's this little like cat killer, cat killer. Cat killer. killer. You've never, cat seen, oh, never oh, that one. That like,
0: <laughs> wow. Oh, that's what it makes. Especially like the splat splat. <laughs> when uh, he's uh, instant messaging with Jan uh, on the archaic AOL Instant Messenger. And uh, then Murph starts being really inappropriate. And he goes, he thinks it's you. He thinks it's you. Just like <laughs> the ridiculous, like his voice. And like, he's such a uh, a doofus. I love it so much. Great.
1: When they go to, to West Chesterton Fieldville, I still hate mm. saying it. Mm-hmm. And they meet the old couple. <laughs> and the old guy goes, look, Martha, it's Quasimodo all grown up and then the wife is like oh hi dear we thought you died like, <laughs> just smiling at her
0: right it's like the most friendly we thought you died you've you've ever heard in your life so pam reads the poem that deeds wrote for her and i love it so much <laughs> Hard to breathe. It feels like floating. So full of love. My heart's exploding. Mouth is dry. They're shaking. My heart is yours for the taking. Acting weird, not myself. Dancing around like the Keebler elf. <laughs> it's finally time for this poor schlub to know how it feels to fall in love. <laughs> and that's why I love the, like, I had to put the, the Hallmark card ending in there because, like, I love how, uh, uh, Emilio says dancing around like the Keebler elf while he's like giving him a foot put- massage to like his the elf. An elf.
1: <laughs> Oh goodness I love that all we see that end scene is someone's feet like we don't even right. know who <laughs> like 20 years ago I didn't get that joke entirely I yep, just thought hey it's funny, you like it's feet. funny. Oh. oh okay uh, never mind yeah. it's super weird now Jan when, uh, when babe comes to see Deeds and starts pouring out her heart and then it's I'm sorry. All I heard was blah, blah, blah. I'm a dirty tramp.
0: <laughs> Deeds is talking to crazy eyes in that uh, original scene that you were talking about uh, where they're walking through the middle of uh, uh, downtown. Uh, and uh, he goes, Oh, crazy eyes. What are you in for? I'm doing an overnighter for biting the mailman. And he was trying to cast a spell on me like a wizard or something. And he's like waving his hand in front of his face. And he goes, are you sure about that? And then Crazy I goes, on second thought, maybe he was just waving. Then he looks at Chuck and Cecil. He goes, who are your friends? Oh, this is Chuck and Cecil. They're visiting from New York. And he goes, I don't like them. <laughs> I love the way he says, I don't like them. <laughs> we do, We use that all the time. Like, the way that he <laughs> says, I don't like them. Like, if we decide that, like, that's what that's what your response is going to be. Like, you just have to say it. I don't like them.
1: i love when babe is making her entrance at the investors meeting and uh she goes you're not aware she's talking to peter gallagher which is make this funny you're not aware of a couple things like how to properly tweeze your eyebrows for instance (laughs) like (laughs) i just love that that we just throw those in there all the time
0: we just acknowledge it it's great right Uh, the last one i have uh, i won't do the whole uh eulogy that uh a poem that Deeds gives him, but I love the end where he like just looks like so like intensely at the crowd, and he goes, "I'll bring the beers," and then he like points at himself and says it again, "I'll bring the beers." Like, <laughs> like it's the most
1: heartfelt sentiment ever. Like, right, big time serious right. moment.
0: Andy Benton beer. and I used to do that to each other like all the time. I'll bring the beers. I'll bring the <laughs> beers. <laughs> so, what's your favorite one?
1: Part of me wants to say very, very sneaky just because my mom yeah. has said this to me for 20 mm-hmm. years. But it's probably Murph with me. Maybe I, I got another friend named Craig. <laughs> I'm going to call him up. Like, <laughs> it gets me so hard. Uh, I've had those conversations with people, like just just kids and stuff. They're like, How did, what are you talking about? <laughs> How did
0: we get here? This is so hard. I love, like... I love the hideousness of that foot will haunt my dreams forever. Um, I, I love uh, school is for fools. Look at me. I really love uh, he thinks it's you, <laughs> but I think I'm going to have to go with I'll bring the beers. Like I just love that one. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to recognize my face. I got a decent amount of them because, I mean, Sandler loves to throw just random people in his movies,
1: right? Well, yeah. I mean, you've got you've got like the standards of like a right. Sandler movie, like the the covers, the the Peter Dante, like the ones that like, yeah, these are your guys. This is the only time we see them. Like you read their, their IMBD credits and they might branch
0: out and go to a Kevin James movie instead of just right. a movie. <laughs> but you find out that it was like happen, a Happy Madison production yeah, exactly. or something like, like that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
1: like is all these guys just sit around Happy Madison productions all day? Like is this just their job? Like, yeah, I'm an executive here. What do you do? I play ping pong uh, with Sandler right. all day. Like that's all we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, those guys are just perennial, but we all know them from these. Eric who plays Cecil kind of makes that list for me. Like he's been in Mummy. I forgot he was uh, the dad in Daredevil. Like he's uh, like oh, his dad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Nachos. Mm-hmm. Nachos, um, Yeah. He's in the OC. He's the uh, the the admissions guy from Brown. Ah, that's right. That's tries to get a meeting with, but he's just got tons
0: of little things like that where you're like, oh, "Yep, guy from Deeds," and I can't remember his name, Cecil, half the time. So. See that that was my thing. Like I think I overthought it. Because, like, I think of him as the guy from Deeds, so I didn't want to be like, yeah, recognize this guy from the movie that he's in that we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I recognize him in everything else
1: because of this movie, so it kind of... Right, it's true. And then I had uh, Conchata Farrell, who plays Jan, uh, because she's Berta from Two and a Half Men. Like, if you watch that show, then you're like, hey, it's Berta,
0: like, right away. That's probably why I can't remember that her name's Jan in this movie, because she is Berta, so... I had uh, similarly, like I wasn't a big two and a half man guy, but I, uh, two and a half men like watcher, but I, I knew that exact one just from like the commercials and stuff. But, uh, similarly, uh, Aloma Wright is the cat lady and that's Laverne from Scrubs. Uh, and she was oh, just kind of a hands. bit part in that forever. So it wasn't anything like super big, but like it's like, it's really hard not to be like, hey, it's Laverne um george wallace is the um united negro college fund administrator and he's a big stand-up comedian like we we at the very beginning of uh covid we went through um comedians and cars getting coffee uh with the uh, jerry seinfeld yeah and like we've and which also introduced us to jb Smoove, who's the elevator man uh on there as well so those two just kind of popped out this particular time like I like, I always think of JB Smoove as the elevator man in deeds because he has that one dad joke <laughs> where he goes, Hey, how's the elevator business? It's got it, its ups and downs. You know, it's just because like, <laughs> I, I put JB Smoove in before they were stars. I wasn't sure. Whoa.
1: Like, he's just, he's all over the place a little bit. Like, he, like, yeah. that's a name I know at this point. Like, yeah, not, not like superstar by any means, but I'm like, you're getting, you're getting recurring things in a Spider Man. Insanity. that's true like, like i keep forgetting and, about, and a lot of like, other stuff that i haven't necessarily seen but like it, it was it was on the border it was like does he go recognize yeah. my face before they, and i had nobody else before they were stars so i was like i'm gonna
0: put jb smooth over here but yeah yep because like when he does do bit parts they're big movies right yeah so yeah the last one is really inside baseball for some sandler stuff but Stephen Brill, uh, who's the director, shows up as the violinist in this movie. And I was like, that guy looks familiar. And I was like, oh, it's the director. But the reason why he looks familiar is because he's Glenn's buddy in The Wedding Singer. Have you watched The Wedding Singer uh, recently? We just yeah. watched it with Xavier. And uh, he's like his buddy that was just like, oh, man, aren't you the guy? Oh, you're the wedding singer that, like... <laughs> How do you feel? I feel great. Thanks. You know, <laughs> thanks for bringing it up again. Uh, so he's that guy, which is of course, if you've seen a wedding singer a million times, like he feels very familiar, but that's about the only thing else he's in. So that was a little bit of, of a deep cut. So, uh, all right, let's move on to uh, who beefed. Does it hold up? Yeah. Oh, definitely. It still holds up. There's, there's
1: some, there's some things in it that are weird. Like, number one, something that doesn't hold up time-wise is that there's a big fax machine moment at the beginning of the movie. Right. And like if my kid my kids didn't watch this, but like yeah. if they did, they'd be like, What is that thing? Like, yeah. And I don't get the facts by the way. Like, all it has is Longfellow Deeds, Mandrake Falls. Like, where is this information coming from? Like, like it's like we couldn't we didn't want to take the time to actually plan out a scene for how we found out who Deeds was. Let's just have the fax machine spit out his name. And just his name and the town, not his address either, just Mandrake Falls.
0: (laughs) Well, and like, it's well established that like cell phones exist, like instant messenger email exists. Like it's definitely in like 2002, like we're well into the internet age, you know. And so it cracks me up. I love that it goes back and forth. Like whenever they're moving, or whenever they're having the conversation. Like Deeds has like a slim, like laptop that looks like it would be like out of anything that you see right now. And then Jan has one of those like giant, like gray monitors that we were talking about in the Born Identity movies. <laughs> yes. Like so, it just kind of goes back and forth. And then uh, Babe is talking on a phone that's cor- that has a cord. And she's just, like, playing with it. And I'm like, yep, takes me back to, like, high school and messing up all those things. How did I mess up this cord so bad? You know, things that kids don't absolutely under, absolutely do not understand. Uh, no, my days. kids don't and, even you know, get, like, do they? you have
1: a phone at your house? Why do you why do you have a phone yeah, at your house?
0: Right? Like, um, it's just the landline. The what? <laughs> they try to make it, like, a throwback to an old, like, like, like the old Frank Capra movie that it's based on. So it plays a little bit more old school with beads, like in his character, he feels like he's like a fish out of water, right? Like he's kind of like, like I keep saying, like the naive schmuck that like, is just kind of like, Oh golly, I can't believe I've got $40 billion, but everyone else is living in like the year 2002, you know? yeah. It it just, that, that part is just kind of, a little bit strange it's not like it makes you think of movies like do you remember blast from the past with brandon fraser yeah (laughs) (laughs) where 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 his dad puts him in a, a bunker uh because they think that a nuclear holocaust has come and then he has to go out and get food so he meets alicia alicia silverstone it's kind of like that but there's no like device to say like why he's like kind of stuck in that kind of although
1: although the whole town's a little bit stuck that way like some of it's just like the small town versus the city thing because like everybody in mandrake falls is kind of that way i mean murph's just such an idiot that it it feels like on a different level so it's hard to tell but uh, (laughs) um yeah i i have questions about the Blackfoot. okay like it, it makes for funny stuff and like some great lines don't get me wrong but like right if he has this foot that he can't even feel, yeah. how does he walk? Like, nope. there's no limb, no, way. no nothing. Yeah. And not to mention, how does Emilio stab it? Like, I
0: get beating <laughs> it, and he can't feel it when he stabs it. Shouldn't that? That's you know? when the comedic effect just kicks in, and they're like, we don't need to have yeah. any... Uh, it doesn't any, need to make sense. Let's sense. just stab yeah. it. Just stab <laughs> the foot. Oh, you're sick. You're sick. Can't believe you did that. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh you have to go in there. So... Uh, Do you have any least favorite scenes? The the fire cat scene is probably my, like, the
1: fire throwing the cats out. Like, that was that's the one moment where you're like, uh uh-oh. Are we about to delve into, like, water boy territory with this thing? Yeah. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It it threatens to. I thought I had more notes on that, but that was actually all I had.
0: Yeah. I didn't have any least favorite scenes, but kind of moving forward to, if you were to edit the movie, um, it's funny that our, like, scenes that we kind of like, like when Chesterton Fieldville is like, it's got some funny lines, but it's really kind of unnecessary. Like it just kind of furthers like the viewer knowing that she's just like lying the whole time. And she, we already know that she's established as a liar. So yeah. like, and deeds isn't catching on. So it's just like, I don't know. We've driven that one home. You're kind of, yeah, it is a little yeah. beating the dead
1: horse, but, and, and how insane is it to just walk up to a house where apparently only children are home and, like, invite yourself in to look around? I mean, even if it, even if you used to live there, which she doesn't. Yeah. I mean, she's lying through her teeth. But, like, even if you yeah. used to live there, who does that? Like,
0: so, so that was something that Xavier said. He's like, where are their parents? <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, it was a more simpler time. And, uh, and this was also in the middle of, like, like a small town where yes. i'm sure that everybody leaves their doors unlocked and like parents are okay with leaving their three kids at home yeah. you
1: know so, like can you imagine just rolling up to your, your old house over on a uh, san francisco or whatever knocking on there and be like hey i used to live here can i look around <laughs> like
0: he'd be like uh um, no i'm going to shoot you um i'm going to call the police and if you don't leave i'm going to shoot you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right plow holes and quibbles
1: uh, babe is the worst ad-libber of all time and apparently has only read one book in her entire life. What She's only read To Kill a Mockingbird. That's it. That's it. She makes a Boo Radley reference, right? I fell out of Boo Radley because that's the first thing. And then she says something about Mrs. Finch and like the lady's cat. Oh, and Atticus. Like, is this the only right. book you've read? But like yep. the Westchesterton Chesterton Fieldville thing is just ridiculous. Dr. Pepper, the, yeah. the disease of, of the lepers. The like, lepers. <laughs> like, like, like you're you're a reporter of some kind like you have surely right. like written or like have aspirations to be on camera at some point in this business like and this is the best you can do like you're making jim carrey in uh bruce almighty look good for his made of the mist like meltdown right. like, <laughs> you're, she's awful uh
0: the, the biggest one i have is that preston blake is uh a big jerk uh, because he has his son like employed as his butler. And like, there's like this really like nice moment where you're kind of like, you think about it afterwards. Like whenever you know that like, it ends up that Emilio is his son. But as you're watching through, like, you're just like, he's like, oh, we just used to hang out all the time, like right here, me and him. And we would talk about food and business and culture and women and all this other stuff. And I'm like, but this like, doesn't, he like, he can, continues to employ him as his butler and doesn't like tell him like when he's of age that he's like the heir apparent and that he's like going to get all of his, he hides it from him and gives it to like, it's like he's still, like, ashamed of his uh, his night of passion. <laughs> and it's like, it would be one thing if the character was, like, 18, like, years old, like, maybe, like, not quite 21 yet or whatever. And Blake was waiting, like, until he was a little bit older to, like, be like, hey, I'm going to turn this empire over to you. But this dude is, like, in his 40s. <laughs> he's just <Yeah>. like... <laughs> like, uh, I won't
1: tell him by now. Right.
0: Although, I think part of that is that Preston Blake
1: just personality wise like he never thinks he's dying like i don't think he thinks about having an heir because yeah. he's just invincible he's just gonna yeah. climb the jet the mountain mr puffy jacket man yeah um, so i mean there's some of that but yeah like what a jerk like here's my <laughs> illegitimate son who i don't acknowledge i'm gonna let him be my butler right change my socks. pay
0: him and hang have him hang out let him change my socks yeah all right Breakout performance did you have anybody I, in my mind,
1: it was Totoro, like, just before I looked up to make mm. sure. And then I'm like, I forget how much stuff he's in, like, yeah. before this. So, I mean, like, for me, like, just personal level, it was kind of Totoro right. where it's like, hey, this guy is awesome. He um,
0: exists, yeah. yeah.
1: And then it's like, oh, no, there's all this stuff I haven't seen or that I forgot right. he was in. Right, because so, at
0: that time, we were watching, like, like, it was, like, 2002. I mean, obviously, we were, like... 21 but if you haven't like dove back into like some of the adult things that he did like do the right thing and some yeah. of those others yeah like you go oh okay he's been around for forever yeah, yeah. uh i had nobody i searched yeah. far and wide and could not find anybody for this but i did have a before they were stars yeah. and you said that you had, uh, i Eric, put jb smooth uh, uh, there. there right jb smooth okay I had a a similar Jared Harris, uh, the guy that plays Mac. He was in like the HBO uh, miniseries Chernobyl, Uh, and then uh, The Crown. He was George the the sixth, uh, so Elizabeth or uh, the current Queen Mother, uh, her dad in that, and he was. I'm impressed uh, that you
1: knew that right there. That was that was
0: right. There you go. I don't know that. (laughs) And um, Sherlock Holmes. A game of shadows, the one with uh Jude Law and uh Robert Downey. Robert Downey Jr. He plays Moriarty. So he's like the 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 villain in that. So I was like, Oh, okay. I mean we're using the term star loosely here, but like those are some pretty big like uh, especially the crown. The crown is like a big um yeah. it's not it does it's not everybody's cup of tea. Uh uh Ooh, that no. was bad. That was bad. Okay, bad. it got its ups okay. and downs. Right there. <laughs> uh, but like the Sherlock Holmes, like that was a little, that was a while ago too, but he's had that kind of this like good steady career uh, since then. So uh, he was in, oh gosh, what what's the uh, Amazon, the expanse. He was in like the first or a couple okay. seasons of the expanse on Amazon, which, which we watched. So, um, but that's all I had for before they were stars. So I got nothing else. Okay iconic moment i have nothing for this as much as i love sandler movies you know the the most iconic
1: sandler thing is the happy gilmore swing right and i mean that's not from this movie obviously but like and nothing's gonna trump that i don't think like just his style and who he is i don't see anything else becoming as like quintessential as swinging a golf club like happy gilmore
0: all right, uh, let's go move on to the Jim Carrey uh, Emperor Palpatine Unlimited Power Award. Who do you got nominated um, for this?
1: A few. Uh, I already mentioned Alan Covert's hair and his disguises. Like
0: they're so they're so. I've got Marty. I've just got Marty. Like yeah, I think Marty a, wins. Whole, I wanted yeah. I
1: wanted to nominate Peter Gallagher's eyebrows because they're especially out of hand.
0: So I put Marty and Chuck. Like I think everything that Chuck does is just so over the top. Like, but you could tell that that so that was a very like. Intentional decision, like, hey, ham it up. You're the you're the big bad guy. Like, just go for it. You know. Yeah. So, but
1: but no, yeah, I, yeah those two. That, I can't argue with that. That's who I had down <laughs> too. I wanted to put John Turturro for the foot thing only, but we won't go there. <laughs> True. <laughs> All
0: right, so Marty or Chuck? Let's make a decision on Ooh,
1: this.
0: I got to go, Marty. Just because of like the, the ridic-
1: like when he's got the eyebrow half hanging off, and like yes. the ridiculous, and and for soaping his
0: butt. Okay, that one. <laughs> I was just gonna say that uh, that was the one like that like pushed it over the edge for me. Yeah. Okay. All right, technical cinematography nerd stuff. There's really not much in here, but I, I do enjoy the the shot of them riding bikes uh, into Central Park. Like, it's kind of like this, like nighttime thing that they're backlit is pretty cool. But of course, it looks like like they're terrified and they should be because uh, Wynonna Ryder broke her arm uh, filming that scene because she (laughs) fell down off of the bike. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm sure she doesn't take too kindly to that uh, to that scene whenever she sees it. So Uh, but that's all cool cinematography nerd stuff. Did you have anything in there? No, I, I put
1: my notes about the Sandler verse in there that we already talked uh, about for Rob okay. Schneider being the same guy. Yeah.
0: So that was as close as yeah. I got. Uh, what about favorite song or score moment? There's not really a score. Uh, there's a little bit of a score, isn't there? Yeah, there might it's, be. It's I of, didn't, I didn't write
1: down any score though, but yeah, we got some good music here and there. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a the major this soundtrack. Soundtrack ground control thing. That's just hilarious. The helicopter I love that one. Is great. Yep. That's the only reason, like, that's why I know that song. Um, and then uh, I love some Weezer thrown in there, like Island yeah. in the Sun is, mm-hmm. is good stuff. And there's, you got some Dave Matthews, like,
0: where are you going? I was going to say, they, they put it, they use it twice. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I like it because it's a good, I mean, it was intentional, like in kind of a... like uh, helping deeds out. Like he, he's really like kind of lost his way by the end of the movie um, or towards the end of the movie. And they use it a couple of different times to kind of uh, signal that. So, but uh but i love major tom like if we're gonna pick a favorite oh, yeah. one like yeah in the soundtrack it like it prefaces major tom's song with like the scene and so like i love it <laughs> because like every time you get to hear it you get to hear them doing it so yeah and then it actually starts the song so so oh, good. all right let's turning around to clap is my favorite yes. part yeah um Moving on to moving on to spiritual metaphors or illustrations, what do you have?
1: It's deadly to try and talk about something uh, deep and meaningful from a Sandler movie, but that's not true. It's not true. No, it, oh, it is dangerous. I just, it's possible. <laughs> I just said it's dangerous. Um, but I mean, what good is it to man? To, what good is it a man to gain the whole world and then forfeit his soul? I mean, it's it's yeah. there on a silver platter, like right it's 40 billion dollars he doesn't even like what good is it if this is what my life has to be or if this is what i have to put up with i just want to go home like he he understands right. that there are more important things in life um and there's also a really cool illustration about not acting like the world like he's different <laughs> he is that that different guy that everybody else has all these attitudes and these thoughts and he goes the other way and he he swims upstream
0: and he doesn't care like Oh, that was that was the one. Um, I felt like the first one you were gonna knock it out of the park, so I started, I, I tried to. I tried to. <laughs> I tried to figure out another one, and so I was like, oh, uh, so I wrote down like compromising who you are with the company that you surround yourself with. Um, you can kind of. He could. He didn't see what was happening until it was too late. Um, but then, uh, like the one like line that sticks out to me for this particular uh, uh, category was when Marty says to babe, like no one is as good as this guy's pretending to be like, they can't possibly think that way. And, and I've heard that plenty of times, like when people um, uh, like think about Christians, it's like, Oh, you guys just pretend to be good. You know? And it's like, well, I mean, to a certain extent, like we're all sinners, like, and we've all been forgiven, you know, and we try each day, uh, to be more like Christ. So in, in an essence, like, yes, all, all Christians are hypocrites because they're going to stumble, they're going to fall. Um, but like it's admirable. Uh, to To try that, to get up and try that each and every day. And so it reminded me of Matthew 5, 14 through 16. You are the light of the world. A town, built on a, a town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see you they they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. So, and that's the whole point. It's like not to glorify us. It's to glorify our father in heaven. You know, and that's what a lot of people like miss about being a Christian. They yeah. like, oh, I'm a I'm a good person, and people should like say, oh yeah, he's a good person. It's like no, it's, I'm, a, I'm a reflection of Christ. You know, and that's uh, all glory should be given to him. So yeah, all right, random thoughts. I already burned the uh, owner rider Broker arm <laughs> riding down That's the good stairs.
1: One. A good one. I uh, uh, I did the math because every time we get to the end where he buys everyone in town a Corvette, you're just like, really? But then you go back and I have to remember one: he gives him a
0: billion dollars. Billion dollars, yeah.
1: Which which in today's money, in today's market, could buy thirteen thousand Corvettes. So I think he's got enough to cover the I whole think town because so it's definitely not that big. So I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. Makes perfect sense. Wow. Um I I like that they don't put them together back together right away, like when she shows up in Mandrake Falls and he gets the moment like that he wanted, like where his dad rescued his mom, and like it happens, it really happened. Like she actually needs rescuing and he gets to do it, even if it's with a right. disgusting Blackfoot. And he's still like, Nope. No thanks. Can't do it. Yeah. Like I love that we didn't just jump straight back to the sappy ending. We at least made him work a little bit more for it. So
0: yeah. And and it does drag it a little bit but it's all necessary like you said like it, it's it's actual plotting for <laughs> for for a normal movie <laughs> instead of like <laughs> Xavier goes out, tells me all the time he's like hey that one actually had an ending instead of like Billy Madison where they just end the movie and like <laughs> for some reason it just ends yeah so filming the scene in which deeds beats up marty adam sandler actually spun like alan covera around and he slipped on the sidewalk and hit his skull on the concrete with like no protection and they said he was unconscious for like a minute so imagine (laughs) like like having your your friend and you're like doing like this like where you're about to beat the mess out of him and you just actually hurt him really bad like that would be awful yeah oh that's brutal
1: uh, Although maybe it's better that it's your friend. You can actually patch that up. Like, true, you, like, yeah. Can you imagine if you did it to like Gallagher or something like that? Right. Maybe he doesn't know as well, and you're like, oh, yeah. man, this guy's going to hate me forever now. Right. Like.
0: One of the things that I saw was like in an interview, uh, Winona Ryder felt like she was miscast. I kind of have to agree, like, but I mean, Sandler just burns through so many of like these like, He's like the, he's like the <laughs> Kevin James character in all of his movies. He's like the, he's the schlubby dad that's got like, like the hot TV wife. So it's just like, like, he's got like Beckinsale and Click and like Aniston and just go with it and all these other, like, so I think that he was just kind of like, yeah, let's, I have another person that I've never, and then he started being, just put Drew in it again. Yeah. Like, let's just have Drew. Bring back Drew. <laughs> right? I like Drew. <laughs> but I mean, she is probably doing the least in this movie. Like, she has some funny lines and like, she does okay with it. But like, I'm sure if you were like, hey, let's recast this, like, that would be the first person that you'd go to, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, everybody else would be hard. I mean, like right. I
0: love everybody
1: else, but yeah, yeah hers is. It's not that it's bad or anything. It's just right. not.
0: It's not on the same level as everybody else. Like this doesn't feel like oh this is perfect for you. Yeah, she she stands out only because everybody else is so good. Like yeah. you said, yeah. So, all right, we've we've kind of alluded to it that this is not the slam dunk that uh, that we should think it is. Who's whose movie is it? Futuro. Yeah. I gotta give it I gotta give it to Emilio he
1: he just snuck right in there and stole it. Um, just snuck right in it's there his, it's his money he, yeah, um he's so good he's one. so funny, like just comes in just comes in hot all those times. I don't know. he's the first yeah. thing I think of when I think of Mr. Deeds
0: like the Ooh, first character I really okay. think of yeah. some of that's my
1: mom's fault, but
0: still yeah. I'm still I'm still gonna go Sandler, but it's not a slam dunk, like I had votes for. Like we talked about it, I had votes for uh, Totoro was probably second, and then um Murph was third, and then S- Cecil was fourth. So, right. like, if that's gonna be my MVP ballot, like, that's... we we
1: don't yeah, we don't need MVP. We just need a first team All NBA for this one. There you like, go. We just need there the whole go. first team. Yeah. So who would be, who would be the fifth member of the first team if if we got Cecil Sandler, Crazy Smarter, Ice, Easy, crazy, crazy, ice. Ice. Yeah. Yes. crazy Ice, yeah, Crazy Ice. I don't know why I asked. Of course, <laughs> it's Crazy Ice. Yes. Sorry. That's quite a starting five right there.
0: It is a good starting five. Yeah, we don't have to put them into like the their proper positions or anything either. They just in this particular one we they all go on the ballot as uh, positionless basketball. So yeah. <laughs> So, all right. Well, that's all we've got for Mr. Deeds. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you have any thoughts, questions, uh, just things that you want to uh, put out there for our Facebook, go to the Phileo Podcast uh, or Instagram, Phileo Podcast, all one word, all lowercase, or send us an email at podcast at gmail.com. Great job, Iris. Good brownies. Good brownies. Good brownies.